0: Well, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of PointCast. I'm your boy, Josh. I'm here all the time. I've got a bunch of people in the room with me today. We got Anthony. He's always back. He's a good time. We got Alex again. He's a good time. And we got another special guest, someone you may not have heard from for a while,
1: Francine. Yes, and I'm nervous. You should be.
0: <laughs> you should be. So this time, I've got, I've got something a bit different planned. Okay. Um, one of the things that's about to come up in, in, in recent time is Black History Month. And I know a lot of people very much like Black History Month. I, I, I agree with it fundamentally. Mm-hmm. However, I have some opinions that I want to go ahead and share with you guys and okay. get more opinions on Black History Month as a whole okay. as we go into it and just kind of see, see where we all stand
1: okay. about, all right.
0: about the subject. Okay. But I want to start this off with a quote because I, I very much like this quote. It very much sticks with me. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of things that I feel about the American consciousness uh, stem from the same feelings that this quote kind of portrays. Let me go ahead and start this way if a race has no history it has no worthwhile tradition it becomes a negligible factor in the thought of the world and it stands in danger of being exterminated Mm. Mm. wow that right there is kind of how i feel about black history okay i think that in in a in a major way a lot of aspects of our history, American history, because I mean we're Black Americans, right? This isn't just Black history; saying we're African history—that's a very different thing entirely. I mean the history of Black Americans in this country. A lot of it has been lost for various different reasons. Mm-hmm. I want to say some of it's been lost to time, because I feel as though—and this could be um, this could be conspiracy theory territory. I don't know. If you're, you're allowed to feel however you want to feel, mm-hmm. but I feel that a good amount of our history has been removed from us intentionally, mm-hmm. because it's not something they want to teach. Maybe it's hard for them to, you know, come to grips with the fact that this is a thing that happened to people or what have you. And so my personal thoughts about Black History Month are conflicted. I, I like the idea that we should spend time, Regaining some of the history that I feel like we've lost. However, at the same time, I think in today's America, it's kind of white pandering. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like we really learn a lot about our actual history in Black History Month. We get random facts about a couple of notable Black Americans. And it's the same like five or six ones all of the time. Mm -hmm. That's what I think Black History Month has become. And I don't like that Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because I feel like what we should do is learn more about the history of black Americans, not random fun facts about eight or nine of us.
1: Mm. That's yeah. a good point because you know, every black history month, you know, when I was in school, we had to memorize the MLK speech. <laughs> right? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I appreciate more than appreciate that man's contribution. And I don't think I could have walked the day in his shoes or anybody who was a part of that movement, the sacrifices that were made you know in context were beyond awesome because they literally put their lives on the line but what it does is it you know there are a lot of of Martin Luther Kings mm-hmm. who have not been written about for a variety of reasons and um and there and there may be some some subversive reasons why that's the case i don't i don't know but i think Black History Month is an opportunity for African-Americans and those who appreciate the contributions of African-Americans to take that time to search for themselves because so much was obscured through the early African experience in this country. Mm. Because remember we weren't considered people so certainly you couldn't have a history. Now, we all know that every people have a history, but it, it's it's an issue of knowing it. Right. Right? And the, it's the knowing that gives it value, right? It gives, the, it gives the value to it and meaning to it. But um, Black History Month for me is an opportunity to look for myself and not have someone feed it to me and take some time to share with, with folk about the stories of African Americans that are untold. I always look for stories and that have been untold. And I look for a lot of our family stories for mm-hmm. people that don't know. Josh and I are cousins. And we have a lot of interesting history when our, our family migrated up north from Mississippi. Mississippi is where our family was doing time during slavery. And they didn't really get set free from that until maybe fifties or sixties or whenever it was they I came think so. up. Yeah, when they came up here. And a lot of our family kind of escaped from that because they left in debt. And anybody that knows anything about sharecropping knows that, you know, you you don't do that. Um, So I don't know how they found the courage to do that. And I I take the time to learn more about those stories.
0: And I think it's those stories that aren't available anymore. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. I, I think that a lot of people, a lot of what people learn During Black History Month, a lot of what's taught in general, like not obviously individual experiences will differ because some people take the time to learn more about individual history Mm -hmm. on their own. But I feel like it because one of the things I want to talk about here is is Black History Month in schools Mm -hmm. um, and and what that means. Because I think that a lot of my feelings from Black History Month come from kind of the lack of it in schools. Mm. And that, that's kind of my biggest problem. And I don't that's think where they I, that's know how I, to handle it. Nope. And it may, maybe they don't. But I feel like that's something that we shouldn't just stray away from because it's hard. I mean, I, I think that that's something that we should absolutely be doing, still still having a conversation about. Even to this day, I, I don't feel like we have a lot of conversations about black history before MLK and the civil rights movement. Because there was a lot of things that happened before then.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's true. Yeah. Uh... I think that the the problem, I think, is when you Black History Month sort of implies that like we're gonna set aside this time to talk about this and then we're gonna move on from it, which is not like black history is American history. Right. You can't pull the two apart. like we've always been here. Mm-hmm. We've always been working through these things sort of, you know, uh, for forever. Um, and so. Oh. So like, like when you, when you separate it out like that, I think it does make it hard for schools even because mm-hmm. it's almost as if they can't integrate it with like the rest of their, their plans. Which that's is, a
1: good point. Like, why is, isn't it just ah, integrated with the right. rest? Why isn't it just American history? Right. That, that's like,
2: my thought. Like I, I feel like it should civil just war. be taught. You should talk about like everything around the civil war. Instead of like, ah, hold off. We'll talk about this in February. It's
1: like we don't pull off the Irish history and the way some of them are treated, which is interesting. Right. We don't pull off, you know, so why yep. isn't it just... That's a good question.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. That's my point. I feel like there are a lot of just, like, things that are odd and odd ways that, that this situation has been handled. Personally, I don't think we need a Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I think that we should just have, like you said, Black History be a part of American history mm-hmm. that is taught. Like, I should just learn about... Black history as part of US history when we deal with that chronologically.
1: I like that idea, but I just don't think that's realistic right now because I don't think the will is there. I think that um, there's still this disconnect with Black history because the reason why MLK is a great marker and a feel good is because it gave an opportunity for America to come and rally behind civil rights even though the civil rights struggle was fought for long before, like a hundred years before that, and a hundred years before that. Right. (laughs) Um, But I think that um, until the will is there, until it's seamlessly a part of our curriculum and not some strange alien history, that, okay, it doesn't fit, so we'll just set aside this time and then you guys can talk amongst yourselves (laughs) until, (laughs) I mean, that's kind of the way it, it felt a lot of times when i was in school and schools did this lip service thing to it they'll have like this ceremony we all had to go to the gym and uh-huh. then they have this thing and okay we did like, our thing you know, that's like people it now did
0: presentations about <laughs> right. george washington carver and jackie robinson yeah oh, yes. Let's
2: talk about jackie robinson
1: yes and and <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yes. but
2: but so it's funny though because you mentioned like carver i mentioned robinson you mentioned mlk this is this is part of it is
1: we we know a lot about those people (laughs) but
2: they they, they, we talk about like the the black leaders who were like politically acceptable Mm
1: -hmm.
2: which is like no we should talk about some of the more radical ones too you know let's talk about some of the ones who are like well maybe might be a little a a little more controversial of the topic but because if we're talking about black history that's a significant part of it right Mm -hmm. is you go like yeah, there was the Dubois and the Washington debate. This was like ten, we have to, top ten percent, right? We have to talk about the entirety of the black experience as well, instead of just a part of the black experience, like you mentioned at the top, that is like politically acceptable to you know uh, uh, certain people, and that's because that doesn't even do black kids a favor.
1: You know what I always doesn't plug even it? educate
2: them on their entire history. No, which it you doesn't. think at least you would try to do that.
1: You know what I wondered about is I learned about two people in college. I wonder why I never heard of them before. It's Marcus Garvey and Malcolm X. Yeah.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. Yep. I mean... Especially X. I did not learn about Garvey until I was a grown man. And uh, reading, uh, reading the autobiography of Malcolm X was like a transformative moment in my understanding of him because it goes so counter to the narrative about him. Yep. The narrative is like... The narrative is basically everything that happened... Before he like went to Mecca and then he realized the things about himself and like was enlightened about some of the areas where he was wrong. And then he was a changed man. And that part of his narrative is left out entirely in favor of the white devil's part, which is (laughs) like, yeah, that's a part of his story, but that's not all the story. And that's, you know, um, it's sad and,
0: and, uh, makes
2: you, makes you wonder,
0: (laughs) But that, that's exactly why, so like I, whenever I was like trying, I was trying to figure out a way, like a word for it. Like there was a, we, we hit on this, right? There, there's, there's a disservice being done, especially to young African American children, where we have this month where we learn about our history, right? That's what's supposed to happen. And instead, what we're learning about are the ones that are politically acceptable and we know what politically acceptable means we don't have to mince words about that it's the ones that are accepted by whites yeah and so what i the, when i was thinking about it when i when i was coming up for like the, the 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 idea for this i was trying to figure out how to phrase it and i think what i came to was that the reason why i don't like black history month as it is right now cuz again I, I like it and if you look at the history of it it's exactly what it was supposed to be when it was created when it was founded it was it was a negro history week originally and we, we don't get we don't need to get into all the history just yet we will we will in a little bit but th- originally it was a celebration of all the different cultures that we came from and like a, a concerted <laughs> effort to tell those stories to recapture some of that history
1: i didn't and, even know that That's you know. It, yeah.
0: yeah exactly like nobody yeah. does why would you <laughs> black history month has been whitewashed and i hate it mm-hmm. I hate
1: it. I was still stuck yeah. on the fact that it's in the shortest month of the year. Right? I, I, I
2: almost said that at the <laughs> top, but like, yeah, can't be a
0: coincidence.
3: Well, no, Boy, <laughs> there is a reason for that. There, there is an actual reason for that. So, uh, MLK, right? No, no. So
0: uh, Negro History Week was uh, de- designated to be the second week of February, specifically, and the reason why is because that coincides with the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and uh, Abraham Lincoln who were two very notable yeah. people in the black community around uh, the time, makes, that makes which sense is the oh, thing. This is back in like the 20s, okay. whenever this happened. Okay. So, well, that makes some sense. That, so that,
1: there's no conspiracy around the shortest. No, 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 no. Okay. not. Okay. Right, I can just, mark that off the list. A <laughs> one,
0: because <laughs> as people, as more and more people, like, originally, whenever Negro History Week first became a thing, it was first, uh, it was first, like, thrown out as an idea by a black historian. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was like, it was. It had a very lukewarm reception originally, but it, when it was given a week uh, in, like, I think a school. I, I don't remember exactly what school it was. It was received very, very well, mm-hmm. and so then it became an annual thing, where, like, during this week, where, where these people who are important to the black community have, you know, their own significance. We will also take the time to recapture our own stories that have been lost to things like slavery, and as it became more and more accepted more and more things started to get covered it it, it was hard to fit that all within a week yeah. so then it became a month oh,
1: okay well we need a few more months i'm mm-hmm. but... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just saying we do
0: I, i'm, I'm assuming you have you something. have some thoughts well, you, you've had some thoughts here alex i have a couple i have a couple
3: of thoughts and, go for um, it i want to talk uh, go on this journey with me. Okay. just, just follow me here. Go, go <laughs> on. <laughs> on a journey. All right. Um are you all right, Medgar Evers? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know who he is. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so who who is he, Josh?
0: D- you you're putting me on the spot right I, now. I'm a
3: little I'm a, you said you knew who he was. If you, you know, say so just So, okay, thanks. So, okay, fine. Uh, otherwise, me, I
0: will. Let me let me I'm in my statement. I know of him.
3: Okay. So he was um an activist in Mississippi during uh the 1960s. Okay. Um he from campaigned somewhere. real hard to uh, overturn segregation uh specifically at University of, Miss- of Mississippi and um to, uh, des- like, in desegregation in general. And expand um uh voting rights. Voting rights. That's where yep. I know i'm from. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Um what happened Do you know what happened to Medgar Evers? Wasn't he killed? Oh yeah, he was assassinated. He was yep. one of many Publicly elected politicians, who were like, who were assassinated because, uh, I'll say because of their beliefs and their. Wait I was say, and Is, their... Did you
1: say he was elected?
3: Oh, sorry, he wasn't. But um, okay. sorry, uh, there there were uh, sorry, but there were other um elected officials like also during that oh, okay. same time gotcha, period. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, so on like, that's a he's an important figure, and um, I I would think not very. Not very shouldn't be very divisive in in the um, uh, by himself essay in the in the political discourse, but he is because uh, because he was assassinated, mm. and we talk about essay we talk about um yeah we talk about MLK but we, do we talk about that he was f- covered by the um, that he was followed and sus- and uh, profiled by the FBI,
0: Dude.
3: right.
0: Do we talk about no. the fact that he was incarcerated multiple times?
3: Right. Yep. No, and we, we don't and we, talk we, about that. Right. That doesn't fit inside. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't. It's a and K-Day um, I <laughs> say, and I'm not, I I'm, I say, as the white person in the room, I'm not necessarily trying to be like <laughs> apologist here, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that's some hard. Like we we um kid we uh, what, what, what do you call it? Um, we use kid gloves when we're talking about um, U.S. history in general.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, uh, it's, it's like you don't learn like uh, what actually happens. Uh, you know, don't learn actual history until high school and college, mm. mostly college. I see what you're saying. Um, that's actually how, kind do, you, of fair. Yeah, that's how do you? So how do you cover that? How do you how do you say that to um, say to to, to uh, stu- I'll say especially, especially in the south, and be like, yeah. So your dad, your granddad, your grandmother, um, your great grandmother. <laughs> like, yeah, like, how do you like, say that in? They <laughs> were, um, they probably supported <laughs> people dying <laughs> because they, um, because you know what, maybe, maybe we should just have two drinking about <laughs> Right, right, right. Or
1: better yet, they recognize one of their relatives in one of those lynching oh, oh, photos. yes yeah.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's, How you... that's a hard one. How
1: do you? Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. it, it, that's a good point, Alex. Like, we do handle American history in general. It's very sanitized. I remember when we talked about in Indiana, we love to talk about all the Native Americans. But we don't really talk about... Like what happened to
3: the genocide thereof. The Um, G
1: word is not mentioned. So if we can't do that, then by the time we get to Black History Month, MLK is about the safest. And it's only that one speech.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Not not that he had several speeches, just that one. Just that
2: one. I
1: didn't even know he was arrested until I was in college. Yeah. Not like his
2: stance on war. Like, let's not talk about how he felt about. The war. <laughs> Please wanna... not talk about that. So, <laughs> I don't just... want to
3: sidetrack like sidetrack too too far. But Christopher Columbus, but mm-hmm. he has a day, like we, we celebrate him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's generally identified as the person who discovered America. He didn't. No. But right. Um,
1: I wish I could make a mistake the, like the, that v- I like say the the, the Vikings
3: <laughs> discovered America. But um,
2: I mean, we just started reckoning at schools with like Columbus Day, where they're like, maybe we shouldn't.
3: Um, I say
1: that's kind of an oopsie you know is this India? there's a very very
0: specific reason for it though that's the crazy part like there at the time I don't remember there was like a the Columbus as a as a figure like as a positive figure was like created by the American government because Mm -hmm. they needed someone from like I think it was like of of
3: Italian
0: Italian descent to like B, they like the american government wanted to say like oh hey we like italians here's christopher columbus he oh. did some cool stuff yeah like him
1: Wow, they gave him a day and
0: everything yeah
3: wow. he also uh, do hit.
1: italians know this
3: probably not and <laughs> he also uh hanged Indi- uh, so indians by the dozen because it was a yeah. holy number yeah,
0: yeah really no yeah. he was an awful person true like well, his, his, a terrible his, person. his <laughs> literal awful person you're
1: driving people to drink right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah should have put that okay. on top of this one
0: have alcohol
2: spoiler,
3: and... spoiler warning um <laughs> tr- trigger warning trigger right. warning <laughs> also wow. spoilers I, I mean well,
1: there's a lot of rough history in a, that has made America what it is yeah and, and my
0: issue is that even as adults we shy away from it right but
1: how do you How
0: do you tell that to little kids? (laughs) I don't think you necessarily need to tell it to kids. I think there's a way that you can tell them about the positive black experience without diving into all the negative when they're young. I just think that you shouldn't erase all of the negative experience as well. It should still be taught. It just shouldn't necessarily be given to children.
2: I mean, I'm the proponent of just telling your kids.
3: Like sure. I'm on the opposite end. We can't have a compre- We can't have a, a comprehensive agreement about the positives and negatives of sex. What makes <laughs> <does laughs> you think we can handle anything else. You know what? That's a good
2: point. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good point. But like, I think kids could handle it. I think kids are way more capable than people give them credit for. I think. And in, in today's
0: society, I absolutely kids, agree with you.
2: Like, I have young kids, and I expose them to. All sorts of political stuff, and they're fine. They don't, they don't go off ranting and raving. They're not like political radicals. They just have come yes. to understand. Yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> go.
0: Yes. Wait till but they get they to high get school. It.
2: You know, they get it. You know, I, I, I relate things in, in in ways they can understand, um, and they're 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 fine. Like, yeah, do they have more advanced political opinions and? Probably some kids do, yeah, probably, mm-hmm. but they're they're fine understanding that like, yeah, history is complex, mm-hmm. and uh, some bad stuff happened.
3: Yeah. yeah, history no, is that. complicated. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> quite
3: complicated. I, I'm not I'm not proud of this um, in retrospect, <laughs> but um, I feel so, like
1: I'm being set up for something. But oh <laughs> no, no. Um,
3: so in, in high school, um, I'm was known to take uh, rather controversial opinions <laughs> and I would, um, make people cry, <laughs> would make people break down in tears because I would say things like, nah, um, like America did some really shady stuff. Like we're kind of the bad guys sometimes. Mm-hmm. And pe and this was in high school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, mostly at not young adults, right, young adults. Right. And they're like, who are having their beliefs fundamentally challenged and been like, no, look it up. <laughs> so not just, they like
1: yeah. here,
3: say here, yeah. say here. Like here's my here's my 32 page thesis talking about. Nah, we were probably the bad guys in this yeah. conflict. Yeah. Um, maybe we shouldn't back Israel. Um, regardless of the circumstances. Yeah.
1: That, that's a tough one. I'm
3: sorry. Guys. Well, no, I I was just gonna say. I,
2: I mean, one way or the other, people will learn the truth. Whether they come to it when they're young. Or they come to it on their own when they're adults like, you know, you learn about Malcolm X and Marcus uh-huh. Garvey, myself being the same, right? For most people, there, there is going to be a moment when it comes to them. The problem we have right now is that we're putting off this moment until people are well into adulthood. And they're sort of outside of a structured environment that might help them grapple with the fact that, like, yes, your country has done bad things mm-hmm. and has sometimes been the bad guy Mm -hmm. and you want to do that when they're still in a structured environment with teachers and adults who can put these things in a proper context because you end up with people being radicalized because they don't realize this that they're older because they think well if everything i learned was a lie then they think well this wasn't true so everything i learned wasn't true you go well no like that's that's not what we want you to learn either you got to give people context or else you destroy their entire worldview when they get older and that's not good (laughs) <laughs>
1: I think that, you know what, I, I, I see your point and I, I agree with it. I think that I think we need to embrace our history for all that it is, good or bad. And, you know, and be real, especially with kids, you know, when we, when we know better, we do do better. And we always do better when we come together as a people. Um, and we can also take a page from history, learning from other countries that have mm. dealt with some really serious and hard things like apartheid, like the holocaust you know we don't have to have all the best ideas all the time we can really learn from other countries and what they're doing currently and we can incorporate that into the way we teach our history and teach it with compassion and understanding and almost in a fact-based way so that you know young people can come to their own conclusions as to how they feel about it but they certainly won't feel lied to
0: right i think my biggest pushback to your last point, Anthony, is that I feel like in my own experience, there are several black adults that I know that haven't had that moment because they still don't know. And like many other people, if you give them that context during this time in their life, it, the exact same thing happens. Like you said, it, it makes them question everything. It's a backfire effect. We know, we know what it yeah. is. So in, I think that I... I have a lot of opinions <laughs> <laughs> um, <your> <laughs> I, I think that what we need to do in order to recapture Black History Month is change the conversation
2: Yeah,
0: I think that instead of just focusing on the appropriate black people I think that we should focus on either a sustained narrative that involves all the people mm-hmm. chronologically,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or we should focus on specific, either specific groups or specific types of people. I think that this year's Black History Month, we should focus on Black inventors. I think in this Black History Month, oh, we should see. focus on, you know, people who enacted change in their society. I think in this, and I feel like That's that,
1: actually a good idea. That, oh.
0: that helps to provide the context for the history because. In, in no situation do I feel like we need to lose any of it. And by no means is a month enough to give enough time and or context to an entire group's history. Yeah. But I do believe if we're going to continue with it as a whole instead of just incorporating it into U.S. history I think that we should give it its own like it, instead of it just being a thing that people do it should have a distinct purpose yeah. each time it happens yeah i think that's one of the ways that we can change the conversation around black history month and recapture some of the negro history week that we lost yeah. in all the time that we've had black history month
2: mm-hmm.
0: because that's my biggest issue yeah is that there's just so much that just isn't talked about and there are lots of very good points brought up about how how you I mean you can't really it's it's hard to talk to, to children about slavery. I, I don't think it's, 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 I don't think you necessarily need to talk to them about all of the horrors of it. I think you just need to cover what it was yeah, and what it did. Like we talk, we, we, we learn very young about the Holocaust, right? But like very well, we few. We actually
1: talked about the horrors of the Holocaust too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that,
0: that's a good point. Yeah. yeah
1: so, I mean, I think that we need to trust the truth is what we need to do historically. And we don't, we don't do that because it's uncomfortable and people feel implicated and they feel responsible or they feel some sort of way. Yeah. Um, but we need to try something we haven't done before and simply trust the truth. Yeah. Why not just tell the truth and, um, you know, and see how that works for us as an American people?
2: Yeah.
1: I also wonder, one of the things that popped in my head as you guys were talking was one of the questions I've been asked a lot in recent years was, You know, why do you guys need a Black History Month? White people don't have a White History Month. Why don't we have? A common, common question. Everybody in this room has probably heard <laughs> that to some yes. degree.
3: Well, we have the other eleven. Yes. <laughs> Why isn't there a... I say Pick we up have a new... history book. We have women's history month. Why don't we have men's history month? Because we have the other eleven. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes.
1: I, yes. I think it's that not the lack of understanding of the significance because we haven't done a good job. Is my point of relating yeah. and integrating. The human history of Americans since we really invaded this place and took over, and took it from the indigenous people, um, and then incorporated the the whole system of slavery to develop this nation. That was the that was the development practice yeah. That, yeah. that that industrial that you know that financed the development of this country, yeah. um, in, a, in a large way, the North and the South. You know, not just the South, the way we like to imagine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just, I would like to see some, I, I, like, I like your idea about focusing on, you know, inventors one year or this, because it is so much bigger than one person. I think it's almost, and going back to my original point of learning just about MLK, that's a lot for that one person's legacy to bear because there was a, there's going to be a lot left out yeah. of his legacy when we do it that way you know, Medgar Evers and all of these other people um, who have done some amazing things and who were snubbed out way too soon before they were even, even able to see the fruit of their labor. Um, a lot of it around voting rights, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. And we're still having the voting rights discussion today.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Um, so, I mean, I think there's a lot that we can... Um, I think that the uh, the Black History Month is the best we have right now. But I agree with you that we need to do something greater. We need to be, and I like, I lean into honesty. Yeah, I do that with my kids. And they su- they've surprised me with how they've embraced the truth. It's raw and it's hard. And I've started with my own family history. If you're not African-American, then you can start obviously with African-American history as much as you know it. But my own family history, you know, it's a hard one. Um, but what it's done for them is give them a realistic it's done a great a lot of great things it's taken away this sense of entitlement that a lot of kids these days have because they realize that there were some people who sacrificed who never got the benefits that they have Mm. it actually does some great things for our kids when we tell the truth we put things in perspective for them
2: yeah I mean a lot of this has raised an interesting question and and this isn't one that I I'm I'm kind of tossing out to the devil's advocate if you don't mind okay So,
1: (laughs) and
2: and again, I don't, I don't necessarily support this 100%, but I I think there are a lot of people who do. I think though, I think us in this room, we would say that the point of teaching this is to teach the truth. Like you were just mentioning Francine, Mm -hmm. but what if the, the, the point of teaching this is to just build a narrative upon which society can broadly function because I think that's what what what.
1: That's what broader history is, but the whole right. story of the founders, right? You know, we do It's don't meant tell to provide their, their, us with a narrative. Yeah, it's a beautiful story right. of people coming together exactly. to put together a, a, a right. constitution for a great right. It cartoons were made of it, but you yeah. can't put the truth about Thomas right. Jefferson in those cartoons. Right, you
2: can't. <laughs> and, and so, is Again. it? Can you? Can you both? Can you do both of those? Can you accomplish both of those goals? You know, you talked about apartheid, mm-hmm. you know, when they had their truth and reconciliation committee. Right.
1: That's what I was referring it to. It
2: also required them to just destroy the narrative. Yeah. I, I they weren't able to integrate that within the existing narrative. They just had to say, well, we're just going to tear this whole system down and we're going to have to That wasn't it.
1: necessarily their intention, but, they but it of, had to be.
2: But it had yeah. to be. Right. And so... Can you both tell the truth and at the same time maintain the narratives of people like Thomas Jefferson or the founding fathers or that there hasn't been this sort of relentlessly uphill path of progress? You know, this was the Obama, right? Was that he was sort of right there at the mountaintop of this legacy, this narrative of never ending progress. If you start telling the truth, that narrative goes away. Or and it
3: changes. It doesn't does it, it go away. Nothing goes, yeah, I don't goes think it away. I think, I, think, I think it changes. It does change, um, yeah.
2: Go away wasn't the right word, but yeah.
3: yeah. So.
2: I mean, what is, is, I wanna, the, is but, the point to tell the truth?
3: Well, I'm going <laughs> to tangent for a moment, but go on this journey with me. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, everything. Everything can be tied back to Game of Thrones. Of course. Um, say, like, say, George R. R. Martin is lauded for and I say for like for his world building and let's like say for telling like say, um and it's so gripping because like these are flawed human characters and everyone, I say, and people ate that up it is hbo's money maker for i don't know like, a decade number of years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like yeah. actual decades and they're say, still eating lunch on this i say, yes. but for real <laughs> and i and i say i am going I say, uh, ruin the magic for you just for a moment. Every event in there is inspired by something that actually happened. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. I yeah. say, most of the store, the Starks and the Lannisters are um, the Yorks and the Lancasters. Yes, they are. It's the War of the Roses, yeah. yes, Literally. over again. Yeah. yeah. So and I say, nuance. I like, human history is compelling if you are willing to give the nuance and the context of uh let's say of the story like i said a moment ago history is complicated yes um so there I, are oh go ahead let's let's, let there off. are good guys and they are, but there, are there are say there are flawed characters there are heroes and villains on every side of every conflict yeah. and um maybe say maybe that is the mythology. Yeah. maybe uh we say maybe george washington can still be the father of the I say father of a country and have dentures that included slave teeth yes
2: <laughs> but
3: those but george R.
2: R. martin has also struggled because as he wraps up he's realizing someone has to win and they need to have the hero narrative. And this is one reason why he has struggled in part because he's realized he's made such a complex world that's great for world building until you have to pick a winner. I, and that's why HBO was like, yeah man, we just gotta give some people the hero narrative and uh, for the final season. <laughs> and we just gotta do that. Right? Because like, eventually nuance and context does make for a great it 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 can be compelling to people, but do you do people want to view their founding father? Uh, do they want to view them as like slaveholders? Just period. Do they is that is that what they want their narrative to start
0: at? Do you want me to answer that question? How I would answer that question, or how I feel like the American people would want to answer that question?
2: Both, because I think it's relevant. I think both. Because
0: are relevant. my answer is: look at Hamilton. Yeah. I feel like people pull, people having like the wool pulled over their eyes or whatever the, the the phrase is about these like characters that we like we as a people, we as a nation have like lauded as heroes is in no way a problem because these are still people. Yeah. Right? Like this is just a part of that history that has been intentionally erased that I feel like we should also add back for all the same reasons I feel like we should add back all the history that's been removed through Black History Month. Like, in my mind, that, that extends to everything, not just us. And I see no reason why they can't still be great people who have done bad things.
1: Well, how does that go, though? How do you say Thomas Jefferson was a great man, but a pedophile? Right. How does that, like, maybe the sanit- sanitation... That's the right word, hopefully isn't just for black history maybe it's just for american history overall right. because that's it had, true. is yeah. so i that's mean true. Uh,
2: yeah. in addition to being a pedophile like thomas jefferson was a rapist
1: also
2: yes. true. like yeah sally could not have had a consensual relationship with her slave owner
1: who was actually his life <laughs> sister right don't mind she had that. no power at all
2: so <laughs> by any possible understanding he would have also been
0: a rapist so like, well then, okay, so we so don't have like, to see like, the like, person who is a good person, but I think so we can
1: still celebrate or, the things
0: that they did or the contributions they made to the or, country. Or could we say, yeah.
1: if we told the truth, if we said that in context, this person in their time was seen as a great person, but they made a lot of mistakes that we now have come to understand as true, but they didn't think they were mistakes because they were doing these things against people they didn't even consider to be people. But, is it is it is it told in a way that... Is it, because I think that there's something to be said about the context of that time. Like when they, I'm not trying to give an excuse. I'm not trying to give an excuse to Jefferson or or Ben Franklin and the the things he did or, or any of them. Right. I'm just trying to help us understand that when you're at the top of the food chain and you were a white male landowner in this country and you were the wealthiest of the wealthy and you don't have to answer anybody and you are by all intentions the god of your american destiny you you and you're going to see things completely different women weren't citizens yeah. nobody you know there's a lot that's different so we yeah. are we doing the, the comparative analysis isn't even equal
2: but and, and so this is where I think it gets tricky, because if you start embracing the whole truth, you have to actually acknowledge that lots of people in his era were like, you're wrong.
1: They like, were. Alexander yeah. Hamilton
2: was like, no, nah, man, you're wrong. <laughs> like people like John Brown were like, no, you're wrong. You're absolutely you right. Are and
1: that's the amazing extremely thing. during wrong. The, Even in that context. Right.
2: Uh-huh. So you'd also have to acknowledge that that's in true. their era. Okay,
1: you shot me down. That okay. like they weren't.
2: <laughs> Because you hear this a lot. They were men of the era. You go, actually, there were a lot of men of their era who went, no, you're wrong. Mm. You you would just have to flat out say, like, Thomas Jefferson held slaves despite knowing it was a moral atrocity and despite knowing it was wrong and despite having been told by lots of his peers that this could possibly lead to the fracturing of the American political system.
3: (laughs) He did it anyway. (laughs) Being told something is true is not believing it. Right. Yes. So this Important. Is totally, well we're saying yeah. that history <laughs> is, totally is complicated yes. um, yeah. yeah
0: so either way um, oof. I could go on about this for yeah, like another, we, got, another we got about three minutes here 40 huh? minutes but <laughs> uh, I I just wanted to, to share that with you guys because that, that was as, as something that was, was coming up and was kind of burning on my heart for like the last little while I just thought I would talk that out with you and see what you thought about that this
1: is hard
0: it is yeah i don't feel like there are easy answers to any of these things but i think that that's no. okay
2: we need like a regular round table
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: all, right. all right i'm gonna i'm gonna try to end this on a happier note please please, right? please do okay. alex so we honest, need you man so there's, a, so there's a podcast um that i was uh, even more news um say they were talking about um so what if we uh, instead of having um, our mythos be based upon these historical characters, what if we build our mythos based upon pop culture characters? What if instead of having a uh, say um, the Jefferson Monument, we have the Captain America Monument?
2: I'm on board as a Captain Americas. <laughs> stand what i
3: say what if instead of having you know, the the Abraham Lincoln memorial we have the superman memorial and and we can aspire to all of the things that are ascribed to this Fictional character who just doesn't have the baggage that everything How else does. does. Look. <laughs> they
1: sort of have ascribed that, if you think about it, yeah. to yeah. to these folks. They've given them everything except the cape,
3: right? <laughs> really, so it truly is it's, the American. It's the League of Heroes. Say, Heroes the founding the... fathers really are the American mythos. They are the mm, American yeah. pantheon um to replace the egyptian pantheon or the roman pantheon mm, I didn't think the, of
1: it that way I that's mean, a really good point so
3: literally n- not a... on a mountain <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. Not- literally. <laughs> They don't have not, the pyramids, but they right, have a mountain. Right. <laughs> not in a religious context, but in like in a but in a cultural icon, these are your heroes. These are the people you aspire to be. These are the people who embody all of these beliefs. And it's like, yeah, but they carry a lot of baggage. <laughs> when I just it, Nah, Captain America. Yes. He's, yes. <laughs> he's a real American hero. <laughs> real American
0: hero.
1: Well, we I think it's be, I think it's going to be challenging either way whether we choose whichever mythos we we choose. I think the reality of the situation is that human history is a difficult topic period and when we talk about the conquering of any the conquering and settling of any land, there's going to be some uncomfortable stories to share. And uh, we're a very young country,
3: very and
1: uh, so that's why I say again, we can pull from the lessons learned by older countries as they try to embrace and right wrongs of their past, and that we don't we don't have to live with the way things are. It's really not good for anyone besides African Americans. It's not good for any American to not know. Uh, the realness and the richness of our of our history, because quite frankly, it's really a miracle that this United States even exists when really? we weren't really meant to be a contiguous uh, a, a group of states um, at all. We were meant to be rated for riches. That's why we were able to congregate so easily because people weren't paying attention to us. Yep, yep. Right. There was just those uh, you know those layabouts that were hanging out in this land we don't care about we didn't find the fountain of youth, and you know we're going to see we got some gold or whatever spice yeah. or whatever and and we it wasn't we weren't meant to be anything right. you know and that's the that's the story that's being missed that in spite of what the world thought of us, we've turned into one of the world's greatest nations, and we didn't get here in an easy way we didn't get here in a pretty way. But I think that embracing the truth will give us the ability to embrace all that we are as Americans. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing.
0: I agree. And I think that that starts with the Better Black History Month. You're here, here. All right. So, <laughs> um, thank you guys for, for having this conversation with me. I know, I know this was a bit different than what the original the plan would have been, but mm-hmm. I actually very much enjoyed this, this round table. Maybe that's what we'll call yeah. these—the just random Josh roundtables yes. <laughs> about a topic that's burning in my heart. Well,
2: accidentally great like America. Oh,
0: <laughs> but I uh, know again, very much again, thank you guys uh, for for doing this with me. It's just uh, awesome. something I was I was not necessarily anticipating. And then uh, again, thank you guys at home for checking out Pointcast. We love you. Uh, we very much appreciate what you what you do for us. Absolutely. Um, along with that, make sure you check us out both on the uh, what the web page, and of course the Facebook page as well. And again, this is Josh. I'm out. Y'all have a good day.